2: Hey, look out. It's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Hey, this guy's a legend, and we're so glad to uh, talk. Look at those boyish good looks, there, yeah, Dan. Look what that. do you think yeah. about that? Pastor J.D. Uh, Greer is with us, the pastor of uh, the Summit Church in Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina. Author, speaker, he does so much. I didn't realize he's also on the board of Chick-fil-A, so he may give oh. us kind of an inkling of what that secret sauce is. And oh. we,
1: Isn't it delicious? It's amazing. I thought you were going to say he may give us, you know, uh, be our guest cards for us. and all of our, our audience. <laughs>
0: We'd take that as well, you know. I Had a Chick-fil-A sandwich last night. You can't go wrong. Oh, yeah,
2: absolutely. Uh, Pastor J.D. has a show on WDWD on Faith Talk Atlanta. It's 930 a.m. It's a daily show. You'll want to check it out, and you can find out more at faithtalkatlanta.com. Pastor, before we get into the important stuff, the stuff that the show and the book that's coming up we always like to kind of find out since it's a holiday what are the greers doing for thanksgiving do you have uh, do you normally stay at home do you go to in-laws outlaws what do you guys do for thanksgiving
1: yeah, so my wife and I, we kind of do the traditional thing of alternating back and forth between one set of parents and the other. Um, I, I'm blessed to have most of my family live close to me here in uh, in North Carolina, so it's, it's convenient to be able to do that. This year, we've added, um, by the way, two things that I think will be interesting. One is... Um, I'm a big believer in serving prime rib on on, on Thanksgiving I, and not just turkey. Oh. Because I contend that if we were choosing a meat to demonstrate our thankfulness today, we wouldn't choose turkey, we would choose steak. Yeah. <laughs> I food. like the way you think. Yes. <laughs> and then the other thing is we've added a vicious paintball tournament to the end of our uh, Awesome. So yeah. It's going to be it's going to be it's going to be high energy. Now right, so it, go
2: ahead. Now is that indoor or outdoor paintball?
1: Oh, well, it'll start outdoor. I mean, where, where it ends up, but. all
0: right. So I'm going to be in Wake Forest for Thanksgiving. I'm coming to your house because it sounds like yours is going to be a whole lot more fun.
1: Yeah, that's uh, no, you're welcome.
0: Okay. All right. Prime rib and paintball. You can't go wrong. The two peas that you need on Thanksgiving. I like it.
2: Hey, we just had a guest uh, and we talked about they're having turkey and brisket. Yeah. So. I'm we did, liking this idea. We did make plans to go to Missouri, <laughs> or Missouri but now we're going to uh, North Ronald Carolina. Durham. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Get wrong. Pastor J.D. has uh, all kinds of things going on. We're going to talk about a new book coming up in 2023, but he is on Faith Talk Atlanta. It's called Summit Life. It's a 30-minute uh, radio broadcast you want to check out. Uh, I was listening to Repentance 2 this morning. And, you know, repentance, you talk about repentance, it's not something you go, oh, boy, I can't wait to listen to this message about (laughs) repentance. But as I was listening to it and the way that you communicated it to me was like, you know what? I do need to stop comparing and wishing that I were somebody else doing something else or having something else. And I really just need to focus on God and what he's really blessed blessed me with. So uh, thank you so much for that amazing message. I need to listen to uh, Repentance One. But tell us more about the show and and what's coming up.
1: Yeah, I appreciate you bringing that out, um, Rick, because you know, one of the things that we learn is that God's Word for us is good, and it's life-giving. And sometimes it's difficult to hear. Sometimes it's difficult, to be honest, as a as a preacher and teacher of the Word, to kind of wrestle through, and you start to feel like, I got no business standing up giving this message because of just how how far short I thought my own life falls of what, of what scripture calls us to sometimes, but what that leads us to and what I hope characterizes summit life is an emphasis on the beauty of the gospel that God gives to us, that Mm -hmm. Christianity is less about what we're supposed to do for God and more about standing in wonder of what he's done for us. And you don't, you know, you're not supposed to leave the messages saying, you know, look at all these notes I've taken, look at all these action steps I've come up with. You're, you know, at every point in the message, my hope is that at some point the, um, the pin goes down and the eyes go upward and you stop saying, Oh my God, look at what I've got to do for you. And you start saying, Oh my God, look at what you've done for me. Mm -hmm. And so I hope that some of life gives people a little bit of a taste of that kind of wonder and the experience of grace and the way that makes them love Jesus and desire to be around him and to be more like him
0: yeah and just the beauty of of the story and the gospel in 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 the message of the bible, and it seems like even though the Bible is so so readily available to us today on on devices on books i mean everywhere, but it seems like we're less and less biblically literate these days, yeah even though it 's so available why is that
1: yeah and it is uh, ironic because you 're right at our fingertips, we have access to the greatest preachers and teachers in the world we you know, I mean there, there there's not a single message that I ever have to study for that somebody else hasn't, you know, done an excellent job of working their way through the text. Um I, I think maybe um it's just, you know, Dan, the um the cacophony hmm. of voices that are out there. Um, you know, it's kind of like when you're looking for an answer on on a Google search. The answer is there. It's just covered up by mountains of nonsense. Yeah. And so really. I think the truth is out there like never before, but but we're competing with so many different voices, um, some of which have billions of dollars behind them to try mm. to tell us a different narrative. And he has to believe the different truth.
0: Yeah, very true.
2: Pastor J.D. Greer, he's pastor of the Summit Church in Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina, and author, speaker, and uh, broadcaster, a show daily you're going to want to catch. It's called Summit Life. You can hear that at Faith Talk Atlanta. It's 9.30 a.m. daily on 590 WDWD. Love that tattoo on, on the finger. I'm not sure which one that was. Uh, there is. Yeah, yeah. I love I mean, that.
1: ring mean, finger. It's, uh, my wife and I decided a few years ago to get each other's. Initial tattoo here. So this is V. Her name is Veronica. Right. Joke with her that, you know. I can flip it over to a for available if she didn't,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that didn't go
1: well. Not, not, not
2: crazy,
1: but. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's why the paintball tournament this year She's exactly right. yeah, yeah, yeah. coming yeah, after you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> love that. And now see, I, you got me off track there. I forgot what I was going <laughs> to ask you anyway, check out uh, the show. It's a, a, a really good show. Oh, I know what I was going to say. You were talking about the grace and I, I, I love what you said about grace. Grace to me personally is, is the hardest to 100% grasp mm. because there is that works mindset that, that I have. And like you said, it's not what we do for him, but it's the stuff that he's done for us that we receive. When did the light go on for you? At what point in your life did you go, you know what? We're, I'm making it harder than this really is.
1: Yeah, that's a great question, Rick. It happened it, probably about a decade ago. Now, if you mind, I'd already been a preacher for like eight or nine years at that point. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like I wasn't preaching the Bible. I mean, I was, and people were becoming Christians and putting faith in Christ. So it wasn't that the gospel wasn't there, but I just realized that the emphasis um, in my, (laughs) you know, the syllable in my, um, in my preaching was on what we were supposed to do. It was, Mm -hmm. this is how Christians should act. And the emphasis wasn't on the grace of God. And I was, you know, would tell people go and change when, what you really see in the Bible is that Jesus changes people on the spot like Zacchaeus. That's who I'm preaching about this week. You know, Zacchaeus wasn't commanded to go and be generous. He just was generous because of this experience of grace that he had. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of that came from uh, listening to uh, some great teachers from the past and present people like, you know, Martin Luther and Jonathan Edwards and uh, Tim Keller, uh, you know, is a is a more recent where the emphasis was so much on grace. Um, I had a friend uh, during that time, another preacher. Um, <laughs> you know, we have both been in ministry for about you know five or six years, and he he was going to do a series called Encore, where he's going to go back and preach the best messages that he would preached over the five years, do it again. I told him I was like, I need to do an Encore, and that is to go back and preach all the messages that I preached. You know the wrong way <laughs> in a law sense. I need to re- reach them in the gospel. <laughs> um, but you know, it really was Martin Luther. Probably his writings that really kind of opened my eyes to that. You said it, Rick. I'll just repeat it: the human heart, Martin Luther said, is hardwired for one, more mm-hmm. righteousness. We just mm-hmm. always want to turn it into a list of things we can do mm-hmm. to earn favor with God. Um, the law says do, but it's never it's never done. The gospel says believe, because it's already done, and that's what's what so I'm good.
0: That's yeah. so good. Now, you mentioned uh, Martin Luther. I just have to say I'm representing Martin today. I' well, has oh, nice. got a, a, a saying on my shirt there. So anyway, uh, you've got a, a new book coming out very soon uh, that we want to hear about. Tell us about the book you've got, because you've written some phenomenal books. First one I read from you was Quit Asking Jesus Into Your Heart, Stopping, Stop Asking Jesus Into Your Heart. I forget which one yeah. it is, but love, love, love that book. What, talk about the new book.
1: Yeah. Um, Stop asking Jesus in your heart was all about assurance of salvation because of how long I struggled with that myself. Mm-hmm. But this one's called Essential Christianity. And it also is kind of on the, let's just say, the basics of the gospel. Um, I, what I do is I take a track through the book of Romans, the first half of the book of Romans, and I say, um, Paul was writing that to first century Romans and Jews. If he were writing the same logic, using the same logic, how would you write that to 21st century Americans? Hmm. And that- I tried to do um, is, you know, it's essential Christianity, 10, um, the heart of the gospel in 10 simple words. Hmm. Um, I hope that it's, you know, when I read, um, if you're, your listeners are familiar, there's a book called Basic Christianity by John R. Stott. It's probably oh. 50 years old. I read that in college and it was kind of written for people, you know, unbelievers who didn't know much about Christianity, but here I was uh, a newer Christian that was really trying to press deeper into the into the Bible. I felt like it was a uh, almost like a a basic theology for me to understand God and salvation. This is my attempt to do that fifty years later with you know more up to date examples and cultural applications so yeah. i hope it 's a help to people. I hope it 's kind of thing you give to somebody that 's a, um, a seeker or a Christian just looking to become more uh, more robust in their knowledge of of what Jesus did for us
2: we 'd love to talk to you after the first of the year about it uh, what 's coming up for you. We appreciate your time. We appreciate all that you do. And no doubt, I just noticed. If you'll look on the screen, if you're watching Facebook Live or YouTube Live, there's a, a pull up bar there. Yeah. And uh, what are you up to now? 150. What? How many pull ups can you do in uh, in a minute? 151. Is that what? Well, you're- I
1: don't know about that. But there's a thing called the Murph that we do every year at CrossFit. You know, yeah. what you have to do it's in the space of what you know, is close to an hour. But one of the things you got to do like 100 pull ups. So I just try to make sure I can I can I can do that. Wow. Good for you. Wow. I, my,
2: my wife used to do uh, CrossFit, and I think she I, she would come home, and uh, she would all she would say is, burpees, burpees,
0: burpees. burpees. <laughs> I hate the burpees, yes. <laughs>
2: pastor J.D. Greer, pastor of the Summit Church, check out uh, all his works there, jdgreer.com, and check out the show daily here at Faith Talk Atlanta. It's on 590, 930 a.m to uh, 10 o'clock. Pastor, thank you so much. Bless you. We yes, appreciate you much. Have a great time. Enjoy yourself, uh, the food and the and, and the festivities for Thanksgiving, the paintball, etc. And Merry Christmas. So we'd love to have you back. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick you,
0: and I'm Dan Ratcliffe.
2: Yes, is Faith Talk Live.